We regret to announce that due to other work commitments, this episode of AVFM will not be co-presented. In order to make up for this, this episode will be produced using a Mac. We hope you enjoy. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. So here we are back again with normal broadcasting, ABFM episode 7. As you heard at the starting announcement there, we, it is just me presenting again this week. Unfortunately, Luke has to be at uh, work. So it's just you're going to have just me this week, and then he's going to be back for our next ABFM festival special, which is going to be covering Download Festival, everyone's favourite online festival. So that's what's to come. But let's get things kicked off straight away here with... Um, Something that's incredibly popular at the moment, the Jonas Brothers. Oh, come on now, you didn't actually think I was going to play the Jonas Brothers there, did you? <laughs> right, let's do this properly. He's shameless with his rather excellent Judgment Day. I'm 
no, no, no karate. One single get along, no. So as you've already heard, Luke's away at work, meaning that we can't do our uh, internet VoIP conferencing slash phone call interview thing, which ends up becoming a dual presentation. So once again, you just back to me, but Luke enjoyed it so much last time that he will definitely be back for our next episode, which is going to be the, uh, the download special, download festival special. And as you also heard at the start, to make up for that fact that he's not here, we're going to, well, we are, we're not going to, we are actually making this podcast on a Mac, and what that gives us is the ability to shove in a whole bunch of random sound effects and all sorts of stuff, because Macs are especially kitted out to allow people to podcast, which means why there's so many crappy podcasts out there which just aren't up to the same scratch as uh, ABFM, because Apple lets anybody do it. And so we're going to be using this, which gives us all sorts of wacky sound effects and backing music and all sorts of stuff like that. And as an example of that, I'm going to give you a run through of some of the the things which are available for me to use for you. Let's have a run through of some of the the free stuff we get. You see, a roost is quite predictable, but you know, let's uh, let's throw some suspense into the mix and then whack something in unexpected. And then we could quite obviously have a metal door close on my squeaky toy. <laughs> and obviously we wouldn't be anywhere without, you know, the ending to a really good joke, such as, uh, what do you call an epileptic lettuce? Seizure salad. <laughs> well, they won't be booing after this track. This is a lad named Casio Kid who usually does 8-bit and chip tunes, but... Did a dance remix of his uh, popular song Think About It. Here it is.
Mistake there before the first song. Castle Kid is made up of two guys, not one, as I originally stated. So that was a, a remix of both of theirs um, into a dance song, and they, that was followed up there by a nice, nice little song, nice little song, a nice little tune by a band called Candiria. Uh, the song was called "Remove Yourself." It was from the album. What Doesn't Kill You, which features the uh, impressive wreck of a van on the album's cover, 
which was in fact the band's touring van before they drove it over the cliff. And no, that's not actually uh, one of the sound effects provided by Apple. It's actually the return of Douglas Bader and the uh, weekly, episodically recurring competition. I guess the uh, the aircraft from the engine noise. So Douglas, you're going to tell us what this uh, this particular sound was. Now this absolutely thunderous and ghastly and hair-raising noise that you're hearing now is in fact a lightning. So there you have it. The answer is in fact the English electric lightning. So uh, let's check the Facebook page and see how many people got that right or nearly right humorously. And it seems congratulations are in order for one Luke Wolsey. That's right. The uh, the new co-presenter got the answer exactly correct, except he missed out the capital letters when he wrote down English Electric Lightning, but we'll let that pass. Um, just for the record, he didn't cheat, he had no idea what the, the noise was, he wasn't given any information other than the same sound the rest of you were. And it also seems that we have a comedy winner as well. Adam Hill judged the noise to be a DeLorean hitting 87 miles per hour, and it's the pre precision that I love there size comedy. So one point going out to both of you fine fellows. Um, Douglas, I believe you have a story about the lightning in fact. And the extraordinary thing is, you know, looking at this as we were standing on the airfield, the larks were all sitting up a few feet in the air singing away like mad and uh, this hideous noise came through and they all thought, oh, what is going on, you know, and they shut up and as soon as it had gone, they started singing again. I see, that's incredibly interesting. Um, do you have any idea why they might have done that? Well, I don't know. I suppose they haven't got uh, the sort of drums that we've got, but good for the larks. I see. Well, uh, what aircraft have you got for us this week then, Douglas? Well, this a rather odd noise. And uh, one last thing then, a uh, quiz for you, Douglas. Do you uh, happen to know where our co-presenter, Luke Wolsey, lives? He's in Norfolk. Fantastic. Well, I can see there's no getting by you there, is there, Douglas? Uh, I guess we'll see you next week, then, for uh, the answer to this week's solution and another engine noise. Douglas Bader, everyone.
Right, well, I think we'll have some news now. And um, just like a lot of other stuff, we've been given some uh, exciting news theme tunes. So let me just cue this up and then we'll hit the news. Wow, I feel so professional after that. Um, although it does seem like I need someone doing a voiceover there, sort of introducing introducing the, the team, but we don't have that, we've just got the, uh, the theme. So here we go into the news. Um, and first up, our continuing coverage of the situation in Iceland, and for once there's not a lot to talk about. They're actually, the, the, new, the new government has recently stated that the economy is starting to stabilize and that they are definitely looking into joining the European Union for further stabilization for their economy. So there we go, that's Iceland. 13-year-old Kava Shivashanka has just been crowned the latest US spelling champion. The winner of a record 293 spellers won the competition after managing to correctly spell the word Laudician, which means to be lukewarm or indifferent. In more local news, South Wales has become the latest place to go on the map of finding a picture of Jesus in an, in, in an inanimate object. This time around, Claire Allen, 36, found Jesus in the lid of Marmite. She's quoted as saying, People might think I'm nuts, but I like to think it's Jesus looking out for us. Finally in the news, we have a man called Antonio Lozano Jr., which he has had legally changed to just Winter age 37. Winter is a man on a mission. The mission is intending to visit every single Starbucks coffee shop in the planet. Currently he's 9,100 down and this week has arrived in the UK for a one month tour to visit the 400 or so he's not yet hit in England. When he's not rushing around the world drinking coffee, he's at Winter is actually a computer programmer from Texas who lives with his parents in Houston. When asked about his son's quest, his mother replied, My husband and I feel it's a waste of time. In entertainment news, ABFM is still hiring for an entertainment correspondent. I'm not going to give you any entertainment news until someone decides they want to actually have some. So I know some people do want something to do with entertainment, so either, you know, we're hiring, either send us something for me to read out, or actually volunteer yourself and become the entertainment correspondent. Either way, entertainment is still available for you. Alan, let's take a quick shifty at the weather, shall we? Which, um, currently my window's open with the curtains open as well, and it's a fine day outside, so the weather is sunny. A bit breezy. Now, before we hit the, uh, the next tune, it's been suggested on the, uh, ABFM forums that we could have a traffic report. And I'm not adverse to doing that, but obviously it would need to be a little bit, um... A little bit unprecise, shall we say. But if people would like that, then uh, say so on the forums or something. And we'll definitely see about getting that into the next episode if you want one. Right, there we go. That's, uh, that's all your news for this week. So uh, cue the end news credit music. Go. <laughs>
today, housing all the reservation pay. With the last all the credit cards, skipping down the alleyway, handing out for us to say, hey, hey, what's the best goal tonight? In the short skirts, the long hair, open toes, and a well ride. Well, can I tag along with you? I got my shoes on, socks off, ready to get my rocks off. Hey, hey, she's the cream, skinny jeans, greasy hair, and a broken dream. Is it all that it's meant to be packed up to be? Can you tell me why? So Jekyll and Hyde, I taste of life on the other side. Support your God, give it right to get high and be free. Well, can you get me in tonight for free? I know him, he knows her, spoke to them, they know you, so please. Well, can you put me on the nurse bus one? I'll be your best friend, buy your drinks, get you more than ever there. Hey, hey! What's the parade today? Is it washed up without it out, keeping all the cool ones out of pay? Well, does it hurt you to say? That's the coach, so it's time to go, pack your bags, run away. Hey, hey! She's that creep, skinny jeans, greasy hair, and a broken dream. Is it all that's meant to be packed up to be? Can you tell me why? So gentle and high, taste of life on the other side. Support your God, give it right to get high and be free. Following that rather classy new news theme stuff uh, was the rather classy indie band from uh, Scotland there, 
called Beatnik Prestige and the song Doubtfire. And this is a band that's managed to create quite a stir in the Edinburgh Glasgow section of Scotland. Uh, so definitely keep an eye on them and if you like that they've got a new single out and you should definitely go to their MySpace page which is myspace.com forward slash Beatnik Prestige. Now I don't know what you're doing at the moment but if you are by your laptop or by your iPod or whatever it is you're listening to this episode on unless you're driving. Uh, look at the screen now and have a look at where we're at in the time scale of this episode and you'll see we're sort of around half an hour and I think I'll just let you know that the first half of this episode was coming to you live from a bedroom and then basically we ran out of time and so we're nev- we've now moved so I'm currently sat with a Mac in a place known as the field which is basically where there's a lot of rotting animals uh, in a field. So that creaking and groaning and squeaking you can hear in the background has nothing to do with me. It's the barn that I'm sat next to, and it's uh, fairly breezy, so that's that's the reason for the for the the noise. So there you go, next to a barn, a field, dead animals, ABFM, wonderful, and we can still do this. Isn't technology wonderful? So with that in mind, we're going to move into Luke's loathe track. He may not be here, but we still have a loathe track for him. Well, that he sent for us. And uh, this particular one is made up of two bands which he thinks are okay, but he thinks putting them together for this is probably not such a great idea. The bands are Muse, yeah I know they're big, and The Streets who are also big. Now you may not have heard of this song, it's actually, uh, the story behind it goes that both Muse and The Streets were in the studio at the same time, in the same studio, and so they decided they just have a knockabout together and this is the song that they came up with. They've stated that they have no intention of releasing it. This is basically all it's going to be. It's called Who Knows Who, The Streets and Muse. Here we go, Luke's loathed.
there following up the Muse Streets combo was the Legion of Doom. It was a mashup group in their song Dangerous Business since 1979, which is a mix of the Under Oath song, It's a Dangerous Business, Walking Out Your Front Door, and January 1979 by Me Without You. Now then, it occurs to me that we've not done the sports, so here we go. and this month saw the last ride in the illustrious career of cowboy J.W. Hart, who in an exhibition ride was on Notorious Bull Katmandu, which actually made short work of the popular cowboy, who was ditched to the ground within three seconds of the gate opening. As well as having his last ride this month, J.W. Hart was also inducted into the PBR Ring of Honor this month. With the three-day competition of the PBR World Cup coming upon us from August 28th to August 30th, the first members of the various teams competing have now been announced, and one of the first members to be announced for Team USA is 2006 Rookie of the Year JB Mooney, whose initial selection for the World Cup was looking doubtful due to his recent poor performance. He has seemed to have gotten his stuff together to at least make it onto the World Cup team. As well as the United States, four other countries will be competing in the World Cup, which is Brazil, Canada, Mexico and Australia. For the ski jumping news, I'd like to take a slightly different tack than normal. I'd like you to visit the website www.fis-ski.com. From there, I would like you to find the information that you can about ski jumping. Because I regret to announce that the ski jumping season is now over, and in fact, it finished in March. Yep, you heard me right. Ski jumping season has been over for the past two months. Unfortunately, because of the confusing layout of the FIS website, because it's so confusing, I uh, didn't realise until I started noticing that actually our current leader, he's been the current leader for quite a while now, Mr. Gregor Schleuselhauser, has been on the same amount of points for several past few times that we've done this. So I did a little bit of in-depth searching and yep, there we go. The final positions for this year's Ski Jumping Championship and World Cup are Gregor Schneisnersdjigges of Austria on 2,083 points. Second place went to Simon Amman of Switzerland with 1,776 points. And Wolfgang Leutzel with 1,396 points summed it up in third. So with the ski jumping finish, that leaves, that leaves us with a slot in our sport reporting open. So if you have a sport that you think should be or you would like to be reported on, then let us know and we'll get, get our updates coming with every new episode. Fortunately, a season that's just really begun is the AFL season. And our AFL correspondent, Matthew Mitchell, has sent in his usual concise and informative report, which is as follows. Birmingham Bears, top of the table. Melbourne Demons, worst time in the AFL. And now on to our Sprots report. So as you heard, our Sprots reporter, Adam Steamroller-Baker, has just sent through a fresh copy of his latest sport he's covering. And this week, it's high school lacrosse. With a titanic Washington State quarterfinal between... the Westfield Vikings and Loudy Valley Spartans. The Spross report is as follows. With his team on the brink of blowing a 9-0 lead in less than two minutes of play in the state quarterfinal at Broad Run, Spartans sophomore Ryan Madigan refused to settle for the safe play. Instead of trying to kill time and protect the one-goal advantage, the attack man threw a risky pass across Loudon Valley's crease, which was surrounded by Vikings. 
when the ball found the sticker Spartan senior Tim Sanders, who promptly deposited it into the back of the net for the final goal in a 12-10 victory. Madigan's decision was validated. In a later comment, Madigan attributed the reason for his choice of move to last night's experience with Owen's mum. And that's it for this week's Sports Report and Sports Report. Next episode, Steamroller Baker will be back with another excellent sport. We'll have more info on the AFL, more coverage on PB on the run-up to the PBR World Cup and the current PBR goings-on, as well as whichever sport is decided to replace the ski-jumping stuff. Roll Sports Titles.
I'm aware that that LaRue song has been going around for quite a while now, but hopefully you won't have heard that remix too much, which is done by Scream, and that Scream with a K. And the reason we're playing that is because it was a requested track by one of our listeners. She wanted to listen to it, so we put it on the air. So there you go. You want to listen to something, you let us know about it, we'll put it on. Now talking about listener input, I want to give a shout out here to Danny because several weeks, possibly even several months ago now, she uh, got in contact with me uh, asking when the next episode would be out. This was the episode beforehand, but I completely forgot about it until now because she listens to us, in, as I hope many of you do, on her way to work and she has to drive to work and she sometimes has to drive to work very early in the morning and she said that she almost crashed because she almost fell asleep Unfortunately, just as she was starting to go off, whatever it was that was going on in the, the ABFM episode at that point in time, startled her, brought her around, and she didn't crash. So basically, ABFM is responsible for saving her life. That's right, ABFM is just fantastic, and we'd like to hear any more stories like that, if you have any stories about ABFM, and you. Now, furthering this point about listenership and participation and all that jazz, I have noticed that we've been getting a few new fans, which is excellent. People have been telling people, and people are starting to listening listen in new people who basically actually don't know several of us and the core members of uh, the whole Alexander Beale thing which is fantastic um, and it has now started to be suggested about other things that we can do with it one suggestion has been changing the uh, the logo of ABFM which as was astutely realized is basically Microsoft clip art now if someone wants to do anything you know make any sort of contribution to ABFM whether it is even making us an even better logo then you are totally free to do that uh, we basically want to get as many people involved in this thing, so tell everybody about it and get involved whichever way you want to do so. Now, I, like many people, am not a fan of Simon Cowell. In fact, ABFM is partly a response to Simon Cowell's destruction of uh, popular radio and filling it with junk, crap, pop stuff. And so, you know, we decided to start ABFM to start playing stuff that wasn't generic on the radio, which Simon Cowell is partly responsible for. However, Britain's Got Talent is something which I'm actually quite a fan of. Now, you may have seen these guys in the earlier audition episodes for Britain's Got Talent, and more recently they've also been the house band for ITV2's Britain's Got More Talent. The three guys who play the keyboard and synthesizer and the guitar called the Brett Domino Trio, named after the frontman, and they're absolutely fantastic. They've done a wicked-ass cover of... Uh, common people, as well as many really successful covers of many other popular acts. However, they do do, they do do, they do write their own stuff, their own material, and if you were lucky enough, they were actually playing at the Bangor, well, I forget what it's called, but the Bangor University posh night at the end of the thing where everybody dr dresses up and they have a, a merry-go-round and whatnot and bands playing things, and the Brett Domino Trio was there, which happened this past week, so if you're lucky enough to see them, well done, because they are absolutely fantastic. And so this next song that we're going to play is by the Brett Domino Trio, it's a sort of comedy keyboard based thing, and it's a philosophical song based on the basic principle of what you would do during an animal attack. This is the Brett Domino Trio and their song, What Would You Do If A Shark Started Eating You? Pure genius. Here we go. Well, what would you do if a shark started eating you? If you were swimming around in the lake downtown and it started to have a bit of a chew? 
Would you try to resist the massive jaws of the fish? You could lose your legs, but I suppose that's the risk. Or you could just let him swallow you whole and then curl up in a ball. And when you're deep down inside, you stick a knife in his side and then you crawl out alive. Or if you don't have a knife, you wait till he opens his mouth and try and quickly swim out. Cause they're all potential ideas For when the big shot appears Just be prepared Or you'll end up dead What would you do if a monkey started eating you? If you were down at the zoo going, oh look he's so cute And he tried to take a bite out of you I heard a monkey bit a woman's face off And pulled off her hands It's true it was in the news So what would you do if it happened to you? You had no face or hands It's ruined all your plans To be a hand and face model Well you can't call 999 Cause you haven't got the time And you haven't got hands anyway So you'll have to find another way You can't just scream and shout Cause the monkey ate your mouth And you can't just try and kick him He'll chew off your legs and nick him I'm just trying to be realistic So if a monkey went ballistic, you'd be prepared, so you don't end up dead. Tell you what, that song was so good, I might just jump into a swimming pool full of sharks right now. Nah, just, just messing, that's just me fiddling about with the, the sound effects again, because I don't feel I've used them enough yet. Unfortunately, uh, I'm not going to have much more of an opportunity to do so because we're actually out of time once again. That's 54 minutes and 30 seconds about. 54 minutes and 45 seconds, in fact, which takes us pretty much to the end of the show when you include our last song, which is going to be coming along in just a minute. In fact, other than one final text message, I've got nothing else to say. Um, so basically, this one's coming from Owen. Lololol, IR Tege. Well, he does insist on sending those to us. Uh, yeah. Remember last episode's finishing setup, Rap Rock from South by Southwest? Well, here's some more. Dirty Worms with their song, Top of the Food Chain. Bring trouble to each and every one of you, and we ain't spare none of you. Say your prayers when you enter the lair. We don't play fair, cause life ain't fair. Nobody cares, and your health is all for self. It's either all or nothing else. But to survive life itself and deal with the cards you dealt. Nobody's help, and nobody will help unless they want it themselves. You're all alone now. Let's stand on your own now. It's the showdown about to go down. My powerful jaws and sharp balls will rip these bars. Quick 
to put your life on pause, murder them all, it's your call, but my privilege, with enough lyrics to kill a small village, it's all business, you shouldn't visit the killing fields, cause you might have to deal with the king of the hill, and that's real. Got me started, I'm cold-hearted Hit you with sharp shit to leave your wig parted Permanently discarded Weak targets and turn my backyard To meat markets, we eat artists And produce record companies too Reduce competition for food That's how we do. My instincts survive on fighting to stay alive It's time to rise, somebody gon' die They all try to take my place Eat off my plate, but I ain't making no mistake It ain't no way I'm going out Without taking a bow, throw out I'm built for this rap shit, you got to get toe out One white venomous snake bite With an appetite of a great bite With hope size bites, trauma And you don't want trauma with the piranha It's a valley of dirty, and you done this monster Yeah. 